0: Hi, my name is Lieter. I'm a rheumatologist and a clinician scientist from the University of Toronto. My area of interest is psoriatic arthritis. I do both clinical research as well as translational research, and I'm very much uh, interested also in musculoskeletal ultrasound and the use of a point-of-care ultrasound in a... Clinical care as well as in research. So the CRA meeting this year is—it's uh, been great so far. This is day three. This has been a great experience. Um, really highlight the importance of in-person interaction and, um, you know, talking about new ideas for collaboration for research. So day one started with uh, some interesting talks, and one that I liked the most was a year-in-review, which was. A, It's always a popular uh, topic, uh, the ACR and the NULAR. But uh, this year was a new kind of talk in uh, the CRA. Uh, This was delivered by Janet Pope, the clinical part of it, and she presented a few highlights um, of the ongoing research that were presented at the ACR meeting. Uh, The area that or the topic that I found the most interesting was a a really relevant question within the field of psoriatic arthritis, and it is, what what do we do in in patients who fail the first TNF inhibitor? Do we switch to a different class, or do we cycle and move to another TNF inhibitor within the same class? And she showed some studies. The, The first study was a big registry data from France, uh, basically showing that patients who switched to a different class, whether it's an IL-17 inhibitor or an il 1223 inhibitor, had better persistence compared to patients who were switched to a different TNF inhibitor. But on the other hand, she also showed another study uh, from Portugal, where there was really not much of a difference uh, in patients who switched to a different mode of action or those who stayed within class, again highlighting some of the difficulties that we have with registry data and uh, some biases and some missing information about what has driven physicians to select a particular mode of action. I think the bottom line regarding this question is that we, d- we need probably randomized controlled trials to answer this question rather than rely on registry data. And um, I think in the coming year, this is a very relevant and uh, a topical question. For us, so day three was really focused on psoriatic arthritis and axial spondyloarthritis. There were several um, presentation, oral presentations on this topic, as well as uh, posters uh, exploring different questions. I wanted to highlight was a study from um, the University of Toronto, Dr. Gladman's group, where uh, they looked at the question of whether the severity of psoriasis is influencing the musculoskeletal components of psoriatic arthritis. There is conflicting data in the literature. Um, So, they analyzed data on patients with early psoriatic arthritis in their clinic, uh, those with a diagnosis of less than one year. And they were able to show that uh, patients with early PSA that had more severe psoriasis also had more severe arthritis with a higher number of Actively inflamed joints. And they showed also that when you treat the skin disease, there was also an improvement in their joint activity, which um, is an interesting finding. Is it, is it something in the skin that is also associated with worse joint activity? Maybe a bit too early to determine, but uh, I think very interesting finding and uh, important to consider the skin activity as well when assessing patients with PSA. So I think one of the key key messages is that uh, we need to think more about um, personalizing treatment, whether we need to consider issues like uh, contextual factors, the sex or gender of the patient, the age, the uh, race of the patients that could influence the diagnosis uh, or the selection of treatment, and also the importance of some of the biological factors in thinking about precision medicine, uh, studying more in identifying biomarkers that could help us select treatments out of the wide variety of biologic treatments that are now available for us as, uh, as clinicians to manage our patients. I think this is probably one of the critical questions that our field is now facing, having a really large uh, toolbox of potential very effective treatment options matching the right treatment for the right patient, this is, uh, I think, the highlight of of this uh, meeting for me. So, this year, the meeting has been um, focusing on uh, precision medicine. That was my impression. There were uh, two keynote speakers, um, both um, from the pediatric uh, field as well as adult field, uh, looking at precision medicine. Uh, One uh, talk was uh, uh, given by uh, Dr. Ray Yang, was uh, looking into the use of machine learning approach to help figure out the heterogeneity of JIA. Um, Another talk by Dr. Isaac from Newcastle was uh, focusing on use of synovial biopsies to help better characterize patients with rheumatoid arthritis and maybe in the future help us select treatments based on... Uh, these new biomarkers that uh, will be identified with this approach. So, I think consideration of precision medicine was really uh, highlighted in several talks, as well as in a workshop this year, and that was sort of my impression as a, as a, 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 a significant difference compared to previous meetings. It's been great being here in Quebec City, Um, experiencing this this great city. The winter carnival is uh, is on, and overall, uh, really uh, excited to be here and report to you all from the CRA.